you hold your nose in So the Chacham just explained to the king that the Chachamim, various stages, were entrusted with the ability to make Dinim Durabanan based on the Racha Kodesh that they had and uh, some of which the whole Kodesh will accept it. So on that, the king asked a question, nice man, my magician, and he says, Omar Kuzari, anti in which is a, a very commonly asked question. And that is, is it in the Torah that was not allowed to add or subtract from the midst of the Torah? And if that's the case, how is it possible for Rabbanon to come along and say that we're making a new Takana, or we've decided to make a new restriction, why is it in the category of Baltaisi for Baltaisi? So we began to discuss this a little bit last time, and also inside the Qutar Rizan, so nice in my life. And Chavah says, Amr Chavah, Lai Lema Zeh Ela Lahamoy. This state of not adding to Torah was said for the general population. Kadesh Lo Yechadshim Yisichlam, and they will make up things in their own minds. Ve Yisichakum, we die to them, and they'll think on their own that they're clever. Ve Yikbulat, and Torahs, Mehakashosam. And they won't decide on new mitzvahs for themselves, Kamajasim Akaroi. That everybody thinks that he can understand what he wants to understand, and if it comes out with some new chiddush or some new interpretation of the so he's going to invent it based on his understanding. So to them, the Torah said, "Don't add to the mitzvahs, don't subtract from them." But at the same time, the Torah tells us, "At the same time, the Torah tells us that they are going to be neviim and they're going to be shaytim, and you to listen to them. It's a possible." That's Kamaisha Hamar. Navi Akim Lahemikara Bachaychem Kamaicha. Hashem tells Moshe, I'm going to make other Nevim like you after you die. There'll be other Nevim in the future. And there's a possibility of Tishmon. There's a mitzvah to listen to. So it's true that the Torah said, don't add or subtract from the mitzvahs. At the same time, the Torah also says that there's a, there's a mitzvah to listen to Nevim. And not just Nevim, but Amar Hakarkani Bachaychem Shayyudibran Vishmoim. And it says also with the Karnim or the Shaytim the ones who were responsible for passing halacha, then you must listen to them too. And therefore, The mitzvah the Torah says not to be moist, not to add more to the mitzvahs which Hashem commanded us to do. Right, so now and therefore the Torah says don't add to the mitzvahs which either was commanded by Moshe, was in the category of the Torah tells that you have to listen to Adi Nabi. Now, it's a big Kiddush. So what the Kudari said? The Kudari said that the Torah tells us we have to listen to Moshe Bela, the Torah also says we have to listen to Nabi. Not only that, when has to listen to Kali and the Shaytim too. And therefore, in all those categories, one has to listen to them. And besides for that, the din of Al-Tasi. The decision of the Sanhedrin, which is the rest of Migdash, and of the Kalim and the Shaytim. And what's the reason why you have to listen to these people? His nation is Zayim Bishkhinah. Obviously, a Navi, where he tells us to do Bishem Hashem, we will have to do. This is a Kiddush that Kuzari already said before, and he's now being Miramis to the same Kiddush again. And that is something which is based in the God of the Sands, the God of the Sands, in the base of Migdash is also considered to have been a decision made with Ruch HaKadosh. That was the reason why they said in the Mitzvah Midrash, because that was the source of, of Ruch HaKadosh, and therefore that's something which Hashem instructed us. Maybe it doesn't have the same severity as the third, but just like we meant to listen to what Moshe Benet tells us, 
because you understand that's Hashem's Tzivui, and it's the same thing I'm meant to listen to another Nevi'im Tanas, because you understand it's Hashem's Tzivui, it's the same thing you're meant to listen to the Sanhedrin Agadol, because you understand it's also Hashem's Tzivui. And therefore, in any category where we're listening to what Hashem told us to do, that's what we have to do. So where, where does Laitai Tzivui apply to? Or to a person who has done it Without a Tzivui, without an instruction, without a clear direction from Hashem. So, like I said, the Kedar is a big Kedish, but it's looking at it from a different perspective. Normally we think about the Torah, which Hattamesha gave us, is the Torah Agmitis we have. Like the Gemara says in a number of places, And therefore, we explain like the Rambam does, and I'm trying to do how do we explain the concept of the Qadrash Rabbanu, which, if you remember, the Azman, we spoke about. And there's the Nevi'im aren't coming to say this with the Torah says, they're coming to this or re-using as a way to make a gather for the Torah, or whatever it's going to be. So as far as not adding to the Torah, that's true. But when the Ghazari is asking the question, that is, are we mechuyiv to listen, who are we to listen to? And if we are to listen to a Navi, we are to listen to the Sanhedrin, and they're telling us to do the charge within the Torah, so it's And on that, the Ghazari's answer is, that it's well, anything which Hashem is instructing us to do through any medium that Hashem can instruct us as Uncle Batais, that's what Hashem told us to do. It's only those things which a person would think to do on their own without an instruction from Hashem, then the Torah says, don't make up your mitzvahs, don't make up your Rabbi Hashem. Like the Quran who made up for themselves what they thought they wanted to do. And therefore, most, yeah. Most people that are asking this question are not, are not coming in logical, they're asking it very cynically. Like, oh, rabbis think they are uh, adding on, you know, and then, so by saying that, no, they're not allowed to, you're not allowed to. It's not really addressing what their, what their main issue is. It's, it's answering the question, but it's not, it's not a good answer for these people, the ones who are usually the ones asking the question to begin with, no? The ones asking the question aren't asking about Taisif. They're asking the stomach question, how can uh, the rabbis add mitzvahs? You're asking the question that the terrorist says, don't add mitzvahs, if that's why you're asking the question, and the answer is, when the Torah says, don't admit this, it means, don't decide on your own, don't admit this. Whereas if, it, if it, just like I said, Novi, if a Novi gets instruction from Hashem, uh, like Eliyahu and Harakar, was told by Hashem what to do, so Eliyahu is going to sit and think one second, Hashem told me to do this, but on the other hand, I can't admit this. Of course not. It's understood, if Hashem is telling you to do something, he's going to listen. And same thing, if a uh, Sanhedrin, which we understand it, this is the basis of what the Ghazari's argument is, is directed with Ruch HaKodesh, and they understand this is what we meant to do, this is what we meant to enact. So we don't have any questions on ourselves. So where would that Tosif apply? If a person thinks I should do something, and then the Torah will say to him, no, no one asks you to add to the mitzvahs. And therefore, by extension, it's not just the people themselves who are enacting the Vaphanus, it's not like the, 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 the Dayani of the God will have self-doubt. Or the Nabi is not sure, should he listen to Hashem or not? It's clear to me, sure. If Hashem is telling him what to do, he has to listen. That's not where the Torah says, like Joseph. Then, as long as we consider the Nabi to be a reliable Nabi, or the Sanhedrin to be the Sanhedrin which is working under the principle of the Kim Nitzvah as a skull, that's it's being guided by Ruch HaKodesh, then we understand that's what Hashem is telling us to do. It's not something we decided on our own. And how does the Asesiyad Matayra? That seems like it's talking about every individual, no? Um, no, we'll talk about it. It's a good question, we should talk about that. I want to ask one last question, and I want to add one last point to this. And that is, um, they ask the question, 
the original mistake of Adam and Chava was brought about to this idea of Leit Asif Adam. And that is Leit Abal Asif. Because Hashem said, don't eat from the tree. And what Chava said, that Hashem had said, was a chicken rash. Instead, Adam told her, don't touch the tree. And therefore, that was more than the mitzvah. Hashem never said, don't touch the tree. Hashem said, don't eat from the tree. Now, it's not completely clear in the Pasuk where that mistake came about. In other words, was it Adam's mistake? And Adam told Chava, don't touch the tree. And when she is reporting to the Nachash that we can't touch the tree, it's because that's what she has from Adam, and Adam was the one who added to what Hashem said, was it Chava's mistake? In other words, that Adam told Hashem said, but she understood that wrongly. And there's a very big difference. Because if it was Chava's mistake, so then the responsibility lies with her, then there's an accuracy towards what she was told, and that's why she was an element of Altaisi. But if it was Adam telling her the wrong thing, then the question is, what was Chava meant to do? Adam was a Navi. Hashem had told him the halacha, and now he's relaying it to her. And if that's the case, if a Navi isn't doing the job of relaying accurately what Hashem said, so then someone who's listening to a Navi has to believe that's what Hashem said. He's a Navi, I have to accept it. And then if it might be a time on the Navi, if the Navi is misrepresenting what Hashem said, there's not a time on the person. If we know that this person's name is a Navi, then we can assume what he's telling one to do, Bishayim Hashem, is right. And if that's the case, so if Adam comes to Chav and says, Hashem said, don't eat from the tree, Chav has to accept that. Because Adam did speak to Hashem, Hashem did tell him a mitzvah, and he's relying to the Navi. If that's the case, if Adam would have told Chav, Hashem said, don't eat from the tree and don't touch the tree, then if that's the case, Chav would have had to accept that too. So again, the time would be in Adam, and he's giving the verb, which isn't true, but it wouldn't be in Chav. Whereas if the, the, the Adam did rep, re, represent in the verb accurately, it was just Chav misunderstood it, then it would be a for her. But it can't be, a, in the baseless principle, a person can't be guilty for listening to a Navi MS if the Navi is making a mistake. That's what a person is required to do. Okay, and therefore, it's not possible um, for them to be, uh, all of them, to agree to come to a decision which is an argument with the Torah as a majority. Not only that, the Chatsanadrin Agadu aren't going to, because you have, these are the, the biggest Mareh Chabu Kaisha, these are the leading, the Mareh Chabu, or Paisa, whatever they are, and therefore, it's unlikely that they're all going to come to the same mistake. Because of Chachmasa Mareh Chabu, the Chachmu they have, which is the best that there is in Kaisha and that are, and only that, it's something which is a Yushiv Ativisaknuya, which means that uh, the way the portion explained over here is that the Yerusha is the Yerusha of what the Torah says to Moshe, which means there's two benefits to having a lot of Dayanim in Hedrin. The first one is because you're putting so many of the biggest of them together, so somebody or the majority of them at least will think of the right answer, number one. You have so many different posts can address the issue. Number two, the Kabbalah, which means that there are so many people, Mislam, one has a Messiah in this. It could be one particular rabbi, he never had this question, he never had it by his rabbi, and if he does not to do with it. If you bring everybody together, somebody, somebody had the question before, and therefore there'll be someone, there'll be a Messiah of what the previous star did with it. Which, as you know, is the whole basis of Messiah's ideas. The whole basis of Messiah's ideas is in each case, one Chacham gets up and is made what he saw from a door before. That's what they did it for. They didn't come to the Chachamim. Instead, that everybody be made to ask what they know about, because otherwise that's information which no one else is going to know. So therefore, the idea of being Makabit, the Chachamim, all together at one place, 
Zion to the Chachma is the Yerusha. And the last point, Vatilis Akhnaya, the way the Vashem explained that, um, that's interesting, and that is that Kla Yisrael are more uh, gifted in being able to learn. They're more Zachi Seichel, what the Vashem said over here, and therefore it's a natural quality that Kla Yisrael are better um, able, able to analyze or to work something out, inspire or whatever it's going to be. And therefore, when you put everyone together and they go to the way out, you're saying logical or illogical. It doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. You think it through. Are there any obvious questions on, on this track? So then again, the more people there are, then they, they, have that, they have that natural, uh, logical, intellectual ability which will make sure that they don't see any like, loopholes or any problems with what they passed away. And also, Mr. Rudy mentioned that all the different branches of Chachma. So therefore, they would understand whatever the, the topic was, they would understand that Chachma, that topic. Rosh Zalman used to say that the person can't ask him on a Matthias question until he understands the Matthias. He said about himself, that that's partial. What he said about himself was that when he was, had to ask him the halachas of using a fridge on Shabbos, he said he made sure that they brought him a fridge and, sh- and showed him again and again exactly how it worked. By the time he came to Pascal and Fridges, he already could have built the fridge. That's how well he understood the system. But that's necessary for a place. If one wants to pass it, one has to understand that it is roughly. We don't know. I'm talking about the Makhlaikas of electricity and Javis. Using electricity and Javis. And there are lots of places that not offer opinions. And a lot of them are offering opinions because they didn't understand what it is. Now, as you see what they say, you see the swara they're giving, it, it's a good swara and it's a nice idea, but it's not the Matthias. And therefore, it's, it, it doesn't answer the question. It's, uh, that's what they're saying here, that no kara chachmas. If they had to pass on the case, they have to understand what they're talking about, how the system works, what generates power, how are they generating power. Okay, power gets stored with power, with power. All, all the practical parts of the question which a person must understand, otherwise, uh, uh, the, the, the sack as Torah doesn't relate to the Matthias that they're trying to pass on. They were guided by Hashem. And therefore, we don't have to worry that that's considered the Tosef. It's not like a person is coming to change a mitzvah. That's the basic answer of, of the Khazari. Like I said, it's a Chiddush, because he's not differentiating between Mrs. Rice and Mrs. Rabbanin. He's saying it's not called all Tosef. What does it mean that a person on their own just decides to do something? Not something that they're understanding as the Russian wants them to do. And just, again, to make it more clear, this idea. If, let's say, um, we have a question today, can a person use an electricity in Shabbos? So if a person comes along and says, well, Tosif, it doesn't speak about electricity, or you come to add mitzvahs, well, the problem, you don't understand what you're talking about. No one's asking, what, should we make up something new? Maybe this is already included with the Torah asset. So it's not something which we come to say we're adding a mitzvah. We come to say that maybe this is already included in the Torah. That's the same as said over here. Well, it's not something which was trying to be invented. It was something which uh, we understood this is what Hashem wanted us to do. So either as a direct instruction to a Navi or this in Hedden, we understood this is what the Torah wanted. Okay, so that's, uh, that's the answer to the question of the king. Now the next point he says, Now, this point, which is going to be back in the area of before, is going to speak about it again. And that is, this is always the Karam's, like the, the, the strongest argument. When it comes to Sir Simon, the Torah says, And therefore, it says, 
So the mash most of the pasuk is you make the kenafu Sunday. That's the day after Shabbos. And if that's the case, how can you say you make the kenafu the day after the first day of Pesach when the first day of Pesach can call any random day of the week? You're starting off with Shabbos. And therefore, what the Quran would really want is that you have to make sure that Pesach always falls on Shabbos. Because that way, if Pesach falls on Shabbos, then Matzah Pesach, the first day of Pesach, will be Matzah Shabbos. So then you're doing both. Matzah, the first day of Yom Tov, is also Matzah Shabbos, and it's going to be Matzah Shabbos. Why does it have to be a second day of Pesach? Just start, just start counting spirit from a Sunday. Which Sunday? So that, that's one of the, the things that Kuzar is going to say. If you're not going to say it's talking about Pesach, so it says, as far as the Chalim Machas Shabbos, where? Which Machas Shabbos? There's a Machas Shabbos every week. So we were, where do you want to start from? Right. And now, it's a good argument. Because uh, if, you don't, if you're going to just say it's a Shabbos, you haven't defined which Shabbos. Shabbos after Pesach. It doesn't say nothing about Pesach. If you're going to go to Torah, it says all the Machas Shabbos. So, how many thought it is? So the Mojib makes us. In other words, that's what they wanted, Pesach yeah. to fall on Shabbos. Because in the understood there has to be a specific Shabbos, and we much better, which is what they tried to do. They used to try and engineer the Kiddush HaKadosh, like the Gemara says in more than one story, that to work it out in Rosh Chodesh Nisan, we fall out on a Friday, so that's Pesach, we're on Shabbos. The Eid Shaker? Eid Shaker, yes. The Gemara has more than one story, the Chabu Kota, Eid Shaker, or whatever is it wrong. Okay. So that's that's what he wants. Now, but what the... Because the Quran tiny as Machas Shabbos, show you have a Rishon Pesach Sunday. Ve'achakach Neamai. Now, what the Quran said, that's what the Torah wanted. The Torah wanted us from Sunday, and then they said that what she'echem yakarnim ashevtim amelachim are tzuim in Dasis and Hedrin. That uh, one of the later post, uh, uh, decision makers, a kohen or a shevet or whoever, to be a king or the Sanhedrin. That's the Torah he says. That we counting from which means when the barley begins to ripen until adds until the time when the wheat ripens. Because the point of the Torah is from the day you bring the Oymer. And the Oymer we know is meant to be when the Oymer starts to ripen until the 50th day, when you bring a mincha chadasha from the week. So we understand the era of the time of the year it's meant to be. It's meant to be from the body harvest to the week harvest. And therefore, And what you need to keep is seven full weeks. So by saying Sheva Shavuos, we mean seven weeks. We don't mean necessarily from Sunday till Shabbos. We mean wherever the week starts until the whole week has elapsed seven times. But that's not a dinian. And if the way the Gazar is explaining it, the Torah is giving an example. And that is, if this is the day you start, and that you count several full weeks from that day. If the day the body starts to wrap and is the Yem Rishon, then it's from a Sunday, then you're going to get to the 50th day also being a Sunday, which is where we know that. It works like that. Seven weeks is 49 days. The 50th day is going to be the same day as the day you started, at the beginning of the 8th week. Which, and therefore, the Torah is saying an example, the way the Torah is explaining it. Which is again, a new Kiddush, not like the other Why is the Torah saying in Wachas to Shabbos? They give an example. If the Pesach will fall on Shabbos, and therefore you're starting on the Sunday, then you should know that you're going to have Shabbos on a Sunday. It's seven full weeks, which ends up seven times 
extended to Shabbos seven times, and then the following day is the fiftieth day, which will again be a Sunday. What and uh, why does the Torah have to tell us that it's going to be the same day? The Torah to figure that out anyway. The Torah have to be full weeks. And oh, therefore, up to fifty, not to forty-nine. Right. And if the first is going to be a Monday, then you're going to arrive on Shabbos being Monday. But it already said Tisbrach Hamishim Yadah. Right, so it's telling us that it means 450, that the 50th day is a Shabbos. Mimar Shabbos is telling us that? Right, so in other words, it's telling us that you start with Shabbos, and you can't, now the Shabbos start with Sunday, you can't Shiva Shavuos, you can't seven weeks, and then you don't get, you said can't 50 days, it means until 50 days. And but without Merchus Shabbos, we would think what? We would think probably that you have to count the 50th day too. And she was after that. And then she was after And therefore, so we can explain. The Torah doesn't mean the daf goes on there, it's just an example. And the Torah doesn't mean the first day of the week. Which again, this is the Kiddush of the Kazari. The Adam of Hashem is not exactly. They say Merchus Shabbos is Merchus Shabbos. There's lots of explanations of Pesach in the context of the whole Shabbos. But in that case, it's not Kiddush. It's just telling us the day of the Pesach. Whereas the Kazari is trying to say that the Torah is giving us an example of how we count 50. Okay. And really, the Hachel Chemish, when the body begins to ripen, is when we see it. And then we should start coming from then. If that's the case, isn't a definite day. And if a Bokobo is a Shia Biyam Shemish of Pesach. But now you have a Destirah time. And therefore, if I understood that, that that means the second day of Pesach, it's not a Destirah time, except I've given an example. Which means, even if, even if based on the Qurayi's argument, I mean, I'm going to say that. When Akadosh Baruch said, Kansas Rizayim, Hashem meant for the second day of Pesach. But even if we're going to say that it was like the Kazarian wanted to tie and say that this was a decision of the Sanhedrin, it wasn't what the Torah meant. We're going to say, what's the difference? Once the Chacham decided that, then they're telling us this is the way that, uh, that Hashem wants us to keep the Torah. Remember, the, 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 the main point of the Kazarian's argument is that the decision was in Hashem. Whether it's from a Navi or Sanhedrin, which is acting with Rafa Kodesh, the decision is better from Hashem too. And therefore, what the, the Quran says, the Rabbanan made up to make it from Pesach, and the Mashmosa, the Rabbanan made up, is on their own. And that's the Kazari's argument. He's saying, even if you're right, we don't hold like that. Maybe we don't say that's what the Torah means. But even if you're right, that it was something that the Rabbanan enacted, but that wasn't on their own. And therefore, it has the validity of something which is in Hashemite. Because it's understood, that's what they understood Hashem wanted them to do. As opposed to, the way the Quran interpret things, which is taka on their own. In other words, the way they understand what the Pasuk means. But uh, the Chachamah can only decide that that's what it is if that's how they, they learn the Pasuk. Isn't that the same time? It's not just how they learn the Pasuk. Let's say that the... the if we say that's trapped in the Pasuk, there's no question. Even, even if you get into the, what the Quran said, and then it does not have trapped in the Pasuk. Now, Chum later on came and explained it differently than trapped in the Pasuk. The trapped in the Pasuk is Marcus Hashanah. Later on, at some stage, the come along and we want to be Mahasa Pesach. So the Quran's final without, was, without having any raya that Shabbos could be Pesach. Yeah, so the Quran's final was to change uh, the Torah. Uh, and, uh, and that, the Ghazari says, even if you're right, so what? It wasn't changed on their own. It was changed because that's what Hashem told them to do. Based on what we said before. Right, we said before. So the primary point of the Ghazari's argument is no one made up Torah on their own. It wasn't like a person decided to do something that made it into Torah. 
was either the or it was the decision that was made and which was not decided. Okay, and therefore he says, the Shema Hayes David, the Bible is aware of the Holyest. And that's the case when near the Kiyomi Bible I'm about it. It's not, it wasn't come from, coming from confusion or from the fact that people decided on their own to do things which would have, which would have, which we can understand the objection to. We understand, however, even if it wasn't understood that that's what the Torah means, which we don't argue, we don't agree with. We expect that there's always a chapter in the Torah. But, uh, and it's rise right from the Navi, even before the Chachamah. As the Apostle says in, in Yeshua, we learn that the day after Pesach, and that the Gemara says, that's why they eat from the Avaret after Pesach, because they, until then they couldn't eat the Chodesh, they had brought the Omeya. The day after Pesach, they brought the Omeya, so they could eat the new grain. So you see that Yeshua himself understood that they didn't bring the Chobra Omeya in the second day of Pesach, not before that, or not after that. So the, the interpretation we're giving, that's what the Apostle wants us to do, doesn't, isn't a, a new no invention. It goes back to Yeshua Benun, which is the Talmud of worship, at least. But that's not the point. Even if it would be, he's saying it still wouldn't be an argument against us because we're not claiming to do something that Torah didn't tell us to do. Or that Hashem didn't tell us to do. That's a cert, that, that's, but where would the Chacham be getting it from if not from Arias that they have from the Torah? The Oh. That's his argument. Oh. And either way, it's coming from Hashem. Oh, okay. And therefore, it's true that I'm saying it, it didn't get to that. The man said, we're not saying it was the Chacham of the He's saying that's what the Torah always meant. But even if it wouldn't be like that, you still have an argument because no one's making things up. Right. And Kazari accepts that. Amar Kazari, Far Pasakti, Father, the Chlodus Aida, Ashallah Uchal Zakrisha. You're giving me Rias, which I can't argue with. Um, and therefore, he understands the point. He has one or two questions, which he wants to ask, and uh, there are other points which the Kazari intended. Which is what we'll see next time uh, when he, he introduced what he wants to say by saying, Mukhakim Hoyo Belibi, Mitanis Akroin, as you saw, Shah Islam. But I want to ask you other things also from Mitanis Akroin, but I'm worried that I'm going to make you angry by asking you other questions, which the Prophet is going to obviously address and say that he'll answer other questions too. But we'll see what they are and he'll answer, we'll see next time.